When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are about to be joined here by a huge star from The Sopranos, where he played Bobby Bacala. Now does an amazing job on another great television show, Blue Bloods, plays Anthony. He is Steve Sharippa, but um, outside of his TV acting and movie acting, he does these live shows, you know, with Michael Imperioli, Christopher, and he's got a big show coming up February the 12th at the St. George Theater on uh, Staten Island. Comedy and conversation with the Sopranos. It's him. It's Michael. It's Big Pussy, Vinny Pastore. He's got the comedian Joe Cola there. It's the only New York City appearance they've got coming up. And it has been widely, widely reviewed as an amazing time and a great show. So with that said, dear friend of both me and Bernie, here he is, the great actor, the very talented Steve Sharippa. Good morning, Stevie. Hey, boys, what's happening? How are you? Bernie, how are you, Sid? Good to have you. Oh, good, Stevie. Thank you, man. It's always great having you on the program. And, of course, uh, these are are great shows. And, uh, I mean, a lot of the folks that I know personally, Steve, have already seen you guys. But for folks that have not seen you guys, you, Michael, Vinny, the whole crew, and they're going to be on Staten Island this weekend, next weekend, I should say, what are they in store for? What do they get exactly? You know, we've done this show for a number of years. You know, we toured Australia with it. We've done it all over the country. It's uh, We show clips from the show. Uh, Joey Cola, who's a terrific comedian, he comes out, he does about 15, 20 minutes, we show clips, we answer a bunch of questions that we've gotten and gathered over the years, have uh, been on the internet, people, things people want to know, we tell stories, uh, we give you a little peek behind the curtain, then we do an incredible Q&A. Uh, you know, we got already over 1,200 people there coming, and then we do a, a question and answer. So it's you want to ask a soprano a question, this is your opportunity. Uh-oh. So people get up, and they, there's a microphone, and they get up and ask a question, and we answer everything. And so there really is a lot of fun. If you're a fan, and we've done it everywhere, Detroit. Jersey, well, Ohio, thing, Arizona. Right. This, this thing started, uh, was this when Mike Martucci doing the Sinatra stuff? And the, no, he's... no, it started way before that. But okay. we, did it with Mar- we did it with Michael Martucci, and that was a lot of fun, you know. Uh, but it started even years before. We used to do it with Tony Sirico, used to come out with right. it. Lorraine Bracco, you know. And now it's, uh, you know, Vinny, who's just terrific. He was there from day one. Michael wrote five episodes. So they were in the writer's room. Every show is different. I learned something new every show. It really is a lot of fun. And Steve Shepard, what would you say is the most frequently asked question about The Sopranos? Uh, is it about the last uh, episode, or what would it be? Yeah, yeah, Bern. Yeah, I would say, you know, what happened? You know, what what happened to the Russian? You know, uh, uh, you know, that's a big one. Uh, you know, another one is, uh, of course, uh, is Tony alive or dead? I mean, that comes up. We talk about all that stuff. We talk about Jim. But uh, once in a blue moon, there's a question comes up that 
kind of has us all stumped. There's some good ones, you know. There's a lot of these people, a lot of Soprano fans, and now there's a lot of younger fans, people in their teens and 20s that were too young to watch it are watching it now, you know, especially during COVID. It was bigger than ever, the Sopranos. And uh, these people have watched it 10 times. They know the show better than we do. That's crazy. Yeah, I no, tell you, it's true. I, I did sit down with Danielle last week, Steve, and I watched The Many Saints of Newark. Uh, and Michael, of course, does the narrating because uh, Dickie Mosastanti is the, is the, really the star of that movie. It's not about Jimmy Gandolfini, although he does come into play later with his son. I thought it was pretty good. I, I, I had heard it was really not good and, and blah, blah, blah. So I went in with very low expectations, but I thought it was pretty good. What do you think of that movie? Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, you know, it's hard to beat the original and with the characters, you know, uh, you know, guys. I mean, uh, these are beloved characters. Paulie Walnuts, Tony Soprano, Carmella, you know, and now you're seeing a different version and different people. It was good. Uh, David Chase is brilliant, but I don't think it met a lot of people's expectation of what the show was, fair. what they were expecting. You that's know, fair. that's yes. what I think. That's fair. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, at the St. George Theater on February 12th, Steve Sharippa and a stellar uh, bunch of guys from, from The Sopranos going to give a great evening of entertainment. February 12th, St. George Theater in Staten Island. Steve, I think this is the first time we spoke to you. I've never seen you so passionate as when we talked about Bill de Blasio. This is the first time we're speaking to you that he is not mayor. And I know, I, I know. I it's, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've you got to be over the moon. Well, listen, I am over the moon. I'm hoping Adams does something. I mean, this guy's got to dig himself out of a hole. This de Blasio, what he did is just incredible. What, what a terrible job he did, you know? I mean, it, it's it's beyond the, the shape that he left the city. Uh, you know, he is just a, one of the worst people, I've said it before, one of the worst people to walk the face of the earth. And he's a dumbbell. He's just a big doofus, right. you know, a big, stupid doofus. And he thinks he did a good job. That's what's amazing. <laughs> a pot-smoking putz. That's yeah. what's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing he that does. he walked out of here yeah. thinking, well, yeah. this is great. Look, there's people in tents. There's people living <laughs> under the highway. This is fantastic. Look he's what gonna, I did, me and my he, wife. He's going to run for Congress, too. How do yes, you like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's insanity. What's going on is insanity. I'm hoping Adams... I know he's trying. I really am hoping that he he gets things squared away. Okay. I mean, you, you got to be afraid to ride the trains. I mean, yep. I mean, I'm not I'm not telling you. You know, you know, uh, we're giving away a couple of tickets, right, Bernie? Uh, to yep. The show. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, two ahead, pairs sir. giving away uh, four tickets. Two pairs for it's next Saturday night, the twelfth. The uh, two days. They have to prove before. yeah that they hate Bill De Blasio as much <laughs> as me. Yeah. And then we'll give the tickets. I don't know how they could do that. Is there anyone that dislikes him as much as me? Uh, no. I would say, well, a lot of people equal, uh, equal, but not, not, not more, I would say. By the way, I'm not, I'm not convinced this next guy is going to be a heck of a lot better. Uh, if you listen to the show, I'm very, very down on Eric Adams. Have been for quite some time, including during his campaign. He tends to try to make both sides happy. So as bad as Bill de Blasio it can't was. can't be as bad, I know, but so what? We need somebody who's going to be great. The city well, is somebody's got to run. Nobody runs. I mean, well, yeah, I know. That's true. That's true. I mean, yeah. Who? I don't know what's more depressing, uh, what's going on with this city, or the fact after we got guys like Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier, we won 44 I games was last, last year. Night. What happened to the Knicks? I was at the, the game last night. I was there. Yeah. And what should, happened? Should have won that game. You know, <laughs> listen. Uh, 
should have won the game. I mean, I, I don't know. It's very, it's very frustrating. One day the guys come out, they play great, and they play hard, and then, you know, other games uh, there's problems. I, do, mean, do I, like, I can't explain it. Do you, you know? like Jim Dolan? You get along well with Jim yes, Dolan? You I do. like Jim okay. very much. And let me tell you something, and, I, and I'm being dead serious here. He wants the team to win more than anybody, and he does a lot of stuff, a lot of charity stuff that got in the dreams. He does a lot of good stuff behind the scenes. He takes a lot of heat, and he shouldn't. That's my opinion. You know, like the Steve Sharippa on the Bernie and Sid show, again, at the St. George Theater on Staten Island, February 12th, Steve Sharippa and a bunch of uh, veterans, cast members from The Sopranos, to put on a great show for you. Uh, Steve, uh, uh, Sydney and myself, we interviewed Charles Oakley yesterday. Now, this is, it, it was hilarious, actually, but uh, uh, <laughs> Charles Oakley tears apart Patrick Ewing. I mean, he holds no, pulls no punches. Patrick Ewing was selfish. He didn't lead the team. He was the reason why we never uh, won a championship. I mean, just bashing Patrick Ewing left and right. What do you think about that? But what does he get from that? What does he get? This is ancient history. We're talking 20 years ago or more. What, what does he get out of doing that? I mean, you know, he bashes Olin, he bashes this one. I mean, what, what, what does Charles Oakley get from doing Not this? only that, but Charles Oakley spent the beginning of his career with Michael Jordan, and Jordan did not win until they got rid of Oakley and got Scottie Pippen, and then he went to uh, t- Toronto with Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady. He didn't win there either. So while he's then, you know, Not only that, but yeah. then he had the big spectacle at the Garden. You know, I don't know if he was drinking, he wasn't drinking. That was sure. a whole big dude that didn't have to happen at all. So I'm not getting what he's trying to do. What is he doing? I don't know, but it's Sell ridiculous. Books. Patrick Selling Ewing. books? Is that, yes. that going to make me go out and buy his books? I don't <laughs> think so. I know. Uh-huh. We love uh, Patrick Ewing as Nick Vance. He didn't pass out of the double team. Are you kidding me? The uh, yeah. very talented Steve Sharippa, Bobby Bacala, and, uh, and Blue Bloods. You know, it's funny. Congressman Peter King, Steve, is on this show every Wednesday. Yeah, good man. Good man, Peter He's a great man. Love him. And he just, he, I think he Instagrammed something about Blue Bloods every week. Now, we love the show for a long time, obviously, but there is a whole legion of bands now. Uh, Bill some, O'Reilly included. Yes, Bill O'Reilly, too. Love some it. think that Blue Bloods, every bit as good as Sopranos. How about that, Steve? Ah, listen, I love Bill, too. I was just on his show last month. He's, you know, listen. Blue Bloods is a great show. I couldn't be happier to be there. Uh, Pete King has come to the set. You know, the guys love him. Tom Selleck loves him. Everybody loves Pete King. Uh, I I think, uh, I don't know if we could compare it. It's two different apples and oranges from the Sopranos. But it's a great show that we're in our 12th season. And I would bet my last dollar that will probably pick, get picked up for number 13. The no ratings question. have been great. And you do a great job. Anthony Abinamarco, the last Friday uh, you were featured in the that episode uh, with the uh, you supposedly dating a girl, and uh, it was really good with t- Tom Brady's ex. What's her name, Erin? Bridget, uh, Bridget Moynihan, who's Bridget great. Moynihan, right. She's directing the next episode. Oh, no kidding. Oh, Directing she is the next episode, yeah. Ultra talented, and, and you two guys make a great pair. It's actually very, very funny, the two of you. Uh, Blue it's Bird. great. You know, Bernie, listen, you're only as good as what they write for you. And, and this, these writers, most of them will be there from the, uh, day one. we got some new ones. And you're only as good as the writers, you know. I mean, you know, listen, uh, I, I'm not putting – actors are fantastic, and I love them. But 
we're only as good as the words that come out of our mouth from True. someone who writes them. You know, that is refreshingly honest coming yep. from an actor like that. Is really, uh, that's you know, why we love you, man. Yeah, that, I, I, tell you, I mean, I, we're I, not cure, you know, we're not curing things. We're not, you know, you know, you know, what are you, what are you doing? This guy's going to write the words and I'm going to try to say them as <laughs> realistic as possible. That's what's going to happen. I got to tell you, I remember the exact moment, Stevie, I fell in love with you on The Sopranos and it was after your, uh, your wife died on the show, of course. Obviously, your wife in real life is a wonderful lady and runs marathons like my wife does. But uh, your wife had died, and you were with uh, Janice, Ada Tartaro, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, uh, and she, I guess she used your wife's lasagna or something. She, I, I just remember, and you were so upset. You were so sad. I was sitting at home watching the show going, this guy, I really feel like, I really feel like his, his real wife is dead and somebody's eating their damn lasagna. That episode, I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's exactly when I fell in love with you. That was that acting was so good and so real, you made me cry that night. Yeah, thanks, thanks. But, you know, I mean, you know, listen, that, you know, when I had to do all that emotional stuff on The Sopranos, that's hard to get yourself, you know, it's hard. For some people... It's easy, right? I mean, you know, Tom Hanks, I work with Molly Ringwall. She cries five times and then goes to the craft service and eats a sandwich and then comes back and cries more. Right. I mean, for me, you had to get, I mean, I remember I was living in Little Italy uh, above uh, above the restaurant, Il Cotillo, and getting myself in a funk, you know, before I go to work. Well, well know, how do you to, do? Like, do you, do you think yeah, that? Listen, you, you listen to sad songs, right, you watch right, sad movies, you right. get yourself to such a place where you go, why the hell am I doing this? You know, why, what am I doing? Yeah. i got to make myself cry all day long. You know, it's, uh, it's it's not easy. For some people, easier than others, you know. But uh, listen, you know, because we had the podcast and uh, we w- went back and watched the show after 20 years, Seriously, the, the Sopranos is just absolutely brilliant. The writing, it's funny, it's sad, it's so good. And every actor, and I'm not, I'm not kidding you, I couldn't see anybody else playing the roles except for the people that played them. Agreed. No. Yeah. And, and by the way, you mentioned, uh, for example, oftentimes people ask the greatest series, and some people say Breaking Bad, some people even throw in Yellowstone, but here's, here's the difference. You mentioned it. Humor. The Sopranos was yeah. hilarious, yep. and you don't get that from these yep. other shows, and that's yeah. the element that elevates yep. that show yep. to the greatest series, uh, TV series ever, The Agreed. Sopranos. I agree. You know, listen, uh, it's sometimes it's laugh out loud. I mean, literally laugh out loud. Yes. funny. I mean, yep. where you go, you know, Michael Imperioli, and he tells a story like, you know, he tells a story on stage. He, when he got the script, first of all, it wasn't uh, – Christopher Moltisanti, the name was Dean Moltisanti. Oh, really? And, and Tony Soprano was first called Tommy Soprano. Oh, my God. No good. <laughs> you know, and Mike, uh, you know, Michael, when he got the script at the beginning, he didn't know if it was a spoof. He didn't know what it was. He said he read the script. He thought it was kind of a joke. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So what is this? I mean, you know, uh, because it's so funny. You know, right. David's funny. The writers, Terry Winter, you know, they're... they're uh, uh, you know, Breaking Bad, and I and I told it on the podcast. I and and the acting is brilliant. Brian Cranston and 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 uh, what's it, Aaron Paul, whatever. Brilliant performances. I did not like Breaking Bad. I don't know if it was the subject matter. I watched two seasons and I 
Shut it off. I, I never watched watch it. it. I never even watched no. it. And yeah, I watched it's everything. Just, I, I know people love it. I, yeah, I just wasn't for me. Uh, I, I loved it, too. But yeah. the, the, seriously, the differentiation between the Sopranos and everybody else is the humor on the Sopranos. And, that, and not, just, not just on the air, but off the air. When you tell the story of how David Chase <laughs> came to your apartment in lower Manhattan and uh, told you that you're about to get knocked off the show, and you're like, Sid, it was like a real hit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he said, I guess you know why I'm here. I mean, what's funnier than Paulie Walnuts? You know, even the last episode, you know, when the cat, you know, yes. he's got the cat. Yes. He's calling them cats or snakes with fur. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, Tony Sirico, one of the greats. One of the good guys yes. right here, Steve Sharipper. Again, February 12th. Well, uh, the Paulie Walnuts. We do Paulie Walnuts impressions. <laughs> yeah. He is great, Tony. Hey, listen, we are out of time, Steve Sharippa, but you are uh, terrific. Again, as I mentioned, one of the good guys. February 12th, St. George Theater out in Staten Island. And uh, any, anything else you want to promote, uh, Steve? You know, we got to listen. If you're a Soprano fan, we have our book out. You know, woke up this morning, it hit number six on the New York Times list. Me and Michael wrote it. It's a terrific oral history of the Sopranos, and just come out. This is our only New York City appearance uh, with this show. You know, people think Staten Island's so far. Staten Island's not far. You take the ferry. It's a great place. It, it'll be a lot of fun. I promise. You. Oh, it's a great, it's a great bar. And get ready for Staten Island Ferry Hawk Baseball, which we actually own here at WABC. And former New York Met great Edgardo Aponzo about to manage that baseball team. We announced that last week. So lots of good what you, stuff. You guys own? You guys? The, the, John owns it. Yeah. The boss. He's one of them. That's he, right. He's, he's uh, part of the group. I like so. him. You know, John Katsimatidis. I. Years ago, when I came back to New York, I had a friend of mine, Greek guy out of Pittsburgh, and I met him and his lovely wife uh, up at Serafina, and we had lunch. About, oh, wow. About 20-something years ago. Yeah, yeah. A really nice guy, and his wife is terrific. Oh, Margot is lovely. Margot's <laughs> terrific. Yes. And we, had, we, we had lunch at Serafina. It was, it was a, a very nice meeting there. Nice. Yeah. She's actually recovering from back surgery today, and we send Margot our love. Hey, Steve, you were terrific. Really, we'll see you next Saturday night on Staten Island. Great job. All Thank right. you so Give much. Give those tickets away. They got to dislike de Blasio more than me. <laughs> All right. You got uh, it. Prove it, Bernie and Sid. Prove uh, it. We'll try. Uh, we'll, we'll do our best, Stevie. Uh, Steve Sharippa.